You're listening to the After The Show Movie Podcast from ascully.com. You can find this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, Google Play, YouTube, Voice Assistance, just say listen to After The Show Movie Podcast, and you can also find us on ascully.com where we post written reviews. With that out of the way, here are your hosts, Ascully and Sitok. Hello, Sitok. Hello. Say hello to the listeners. Every single person? We're not going to know that for some time to come. Start sending me a list and we'll go back and edit this every time I have to add someone new. So hello, fill in the blank. Hello, George <laughs> from Georgetown. <laughs> Am I just going to say the name? If there's the a George in Georgetown right now listening, it's not actually for you. He's just making that up. Hello, George. What was the before the after the show discussion? Me looking up a movie and you doing what? Making sure the levels are correct. Levels. Level, level, levels. <laughs> Adjusting for proper... Audio shenanigans. Yes. It's really boring, really, that part of it, unless you're super high tech. You no, love I like that it. part. I like it, but uh, I have a... Howard Stern this week said he's built a studio in his house now, so when the coronavirus is on, he can still do his show. And he said... Because he has to do the desk himself. <laughs> Why is it different every time he walks up to it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I agree exactly. Because at, at work, he said, somebody's always adjusting it. But for some reason, it's different every time he turns People it on. People don't know what you're talking about. So you have software that you set at a certain volume and like for each of our microphones. So when I talk, my little peaks and lows are balanced out and yours are two separate. And you set these numbers on all these little sliders. Correct. You save it. You open it next week, and they're different. Completely different. <laughs> they're not even. The, they're not even in. It the seems like pack. a plot, but no one cares. So let's move on. Well, I think it's a good, uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, it's very interesting. You know, like that guy who's interesting on the Bake Off. It's very interesting. Mm, not mm, arguably. All right. So this is Saturday, April the eleventh. After the show, n- number six hundred and twenty-nine. We're a movie review podcast, and we're here to keep you company during your possibly quarantine times. Probably not possibly now. Definitely. Most definitely for most. I mean, I don't feel quarantined because every week I'm still going to work, and I go to the store once one day a week. And so... Also, we like to be in the house. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a lot different than our life any other time, except I used to go to the store every single day. And I, for the first few couple weeks, I had this feeling like, oh, I... I'm forgetting something, but I stocked up on all the important stuff. So now once a week is enough. I will say this about going to the store, though. I didn't have a mask on this time. And about half of the people did. And I got dirty looks. And I'm not and not just me, but the other person in this one aisle that didn't have a mask on. We weren't talking or doing anything or picking up shit we weren't buying. But this lady was like eyeballing us, like squinting her little fucking eyes. Like, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Because you're a dirty mouth but breather. But it's, re- it's not a requirement. Dirty and mouth I get breather. It. I, don't know. <laughs> I get it. So yeah. we'll see how this goes for the next few weeks. But again, people who are listening to this 20 years from now won't even know what we're talking about. Well, during the horrible it's 2020, 2020. It's coronavirus era. Beginning of or middle of. We don't know yet. 
No. Pro- yeah, we, we could, in like four years' time, we could be saying, we're just about to get to the end of it. Yeah, you know, we'll see. We could be right at the very, very beginning. Anyway, so we're here to cheer you up and give you a movie review, which we do every week. The movie we're looking at this week is Snatchers. It's a 2019 movie released on Blu-ray now. It's rated R, and it's from our friends at Warner who sent us a copy for review. It actually was the South by Southwest Film Festival winner for 2019 in the horror category. So, Sid Talk, give us the synopsis of Snatchers. Well, first of all, you've obligated me in your little web of whatever you think about this podcast to entertain people. Entertain. I feel pressured now. I feel pressured. This movie was so great. Then imagine me doing the little dance and the little like vaudeville. Is that entertaining? No. Well, and I failed already. So, what I would tell you about Snatchers is it's just a funny. Slashy, gashy horror. Slashy, gashy. Teen exploration. Two, okay. It's teenage girls exploring their friendship and life. Written by men, which is interesting. (laughs) It looked like it was mostly produced by men, so that's an interesting little take on it. Um, And there's some gore, and uh, it's a creature feature. Is that on the box? Um, I'll tell you what's on the box. Tell me what's in the box. What's really on the box? Tell me on the Senior box. Senior year is going to rule. Thanks to her relationship with clueless hunk Skylar, Sarah is totally in with the cool girls. But Skylar contracted an extraterrestrial bug during his summer vacation. Spoilers. No kidding. <laughs> After just one night together, Sarah discovers she's pregnant. Nine months pregnant. With an alien. Desperate to keep her condition on the DL... She turns to the only person she can trust, her nerdy ex-bestie, Haley. See, it's a little bit too much but on the... the... This, I'm still in the... Oh, you're skip. still reading? Okay. But the girls soon realize that bloodthirsty <laughs> aliens are just the beginning of their problems. Okay. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> you were so bored you had to I was a... <laughs> interrupt mid-sentence. Here's the issue. They don't tell the story very good of the senior girls and her wanting to impress her friends and this boy being the key to it all and all that shit. They don't tell that story at all. They think they did, but they did not. You just have to understand what's going on. It's not told to you. It just is. Um, hold on. Some crazy shit goes on. Blood and gore happens. A lot of things that make you uncomfortable. That story is told at the beginning. Nah, barely. I mean, no, no, I, no. Don't, I don't, didn't know all that, but I did get all that. Right, you understand it because you're an adult and you right. used to be a teenager. And you understand that she's with these bitchy girls and her ex-best friend is a nerd. And now she's trying to hook up with a cute guy. Right? That's not telling us a story. It's just laid out there for you. And then boom, bang, boom, there's the sex and then the thing. And So that wasn't really told well, but did it need to be? Probably not. I'm just saying their their, their story writing isn't great, but their dialogue is fun the thing, the way things happen is pretty fun, so I are, enjoyed it a lot. Are we into the review now? We're in the review. I enjoyed it. End is, of is review. Is that the end of your review? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. I have Solitaire to play. So Snatchers is a, it's a horror comedy in the same kind of thing as Shaun of the Dead would be one. I wouldn't uh, put it in that class. But. No, I'm not. No, but the same kind of humor. Um, another one is one... I disagree with that, but... An- another one is not a horror movie, but something I'm going to recommend this week. 
Scott Pilgrim. It reminded me of the humor from Scott Pilgrim also. Not really. Maybe superficially, but not not as clever or right. as stylized. Just the like the visuals. Superficially, the, maybe, yeah. And the dialogue. At first I thought it was Canadian because Scott Pilgrim's Canadian thing and I thought this had the same kind of I'm like, is this a Canadian movie? But it's not, it's a American movie. Um so I liked it overall. I did too, I had a good I th- time. I think it's funny and I think it like touches some subjects you don't see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um Let's go for the first one, teenage pregnancy. Yeah, teenage pregnancy. <laughs> um it but- gets gory like in an evil dead crazy kind of way yeah. at some points. You have to accept that it's just, you know, I mean, once the pregnancy test little face is like melted and sad, you know you're into like, you're just going to have to accept any weird shit that you're about to see. Yeah. And it turns into... We're not even pretending to be in reality. It goes, you know, gore. Like It's not super gory, I don't think, but it, there's exploding heads and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? I it's mean, pretty gory. I mean, there's a lot of blood, I guess. Yeah, it's not... It depends on your definition of gore. If gore yeah. to you is people with blood squirted on their face or severed limbs that look totally like rubber laying on the floor. Yeah, but there's not a lot of, like... There's one heart that's been yanked out and thrown yeah. at the wall that looks like a plastic heart you buy at the Halloween store every year. Um, so there's not a lot of, like, guts hanging out. It's... Not that kind of gore, but if blood and the implication of terrible things bothers you, this, that's, this has got it. Yeah, and there's often, um, one of the things that kind of bugged me a little bit about the bugged, movie yeah. is they set up some things and then don't show them you. And I, f- I feel like it's because the budget doesn't allow it. Like like what? Like in the uh, the, the school teacher in the grocery, the... Yeah, true. But that I kind of like that. whole thing could have been actually. a cool action sequence, but it wasn't. But, you know, too many of those scenes, it's right. a bit repetitive. So I was okay with that. And when it when they do do action sequences, they're very, um, like, economical, right? Yeah, like, boom, 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 yeah. boom. And then you're done. But <laughs> And then it's over, yeah. But it's enough, you know? You get it. It's wild and wacky. Also, without all the extra gore, just that implied grossness mm-hmm. and implied... I mean, lots of death happening that you're not seeing necessarily. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, like even in the, well, it's a big sequence in the police station, but a lot of that is like the aftermath is more of the horrific thing. You're like, oh my God, look at the blood everywhere. Exactly. Rather than what you saw. So I believe that's just, you know, possibly because it's a lower budget. But there again, it looks great, right? It's filmed well. Yeah. You didn't think so? I think it looks pretty shitty most of the time. <laughs> I mean, they did. I could tell that the directors liked other filmmakers. There was a lot of wink here, nod there to different movies. I don't know if that was on purpose or they just don't realize they're copying a lot of things. Right. Surely well, there, was they... a, there was one particular Evil Dead shot that I saw where I was like, that's literally the shot from Evil Dead. They're doing it on purpose. But and do you know that they were? We don't know. No, I don't know. Could, they didn't really say in the extras, but I got that feeling. But it felt, you know, this is their first movie. It felt like a first movie from somebody. Like I kept yeah, feeling Yeah, definitely. That. Definitely. Because it doesn't feel, while it's really fun and really, the script is quite good, I think. Like there's some really funny lines in this movie. And uh, a lot of the funny stuff is like the dialogue between teenagers that... But again, it's grown men 
writing dialogue for teenage girls exactly. and teenagers, going by a lot of like popular culture phrases in, you know, as you know, from we're from the eighties, by the way. So we would have like totally and like radical and oh my God. And like lots of, you know, eighties things that if the adults were writing the movie, they just throw it at the movie later. And when kids watch it, it you don't identify because it's just like cartoony. Right. And that's how it feels like, but there are funny reactions. I thought everybody did a good job being sort of the hack performances, <laughs> you know, but I felt like it fit. Yeah, like everybody knows what they're in for, uh -huh. what, what this movie is. Nobody's trying to take it too seriously. It doesn't seem like it. Which is how it should be. So the whole basis of the thing is these aliens that have come from... Aliens? Where? Yeah. Aliens and came down, they poofed some smoke into the ancient Mayans' faces, and then the ancient Mayans have drawn all these drawings that we see in the first, in the opening credits... To show us that the men get erections, the women get pregnant, and that a beast is born. So there you go. You get all that in the very first thing. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. It reminded me of that. The foreshadowing painting in Midsummer, mm -hmm. where, it, where it pans across it. And if you do pay attention to that, that's basically the entire movie. Midsummer. You always say it wrong. And I'm sure the guy who made it would be very disappointed in you. I say it Midsummer. It's Midsummer. Remember how he said it in the extras. I just feel like he would be very particular about that. Well, he may never hear this, so I think. <laughs> oh, I'm I might sure get he's listening, and he's calling us up right now. <laughs> um, so I liked it. I could have done with more gore. I'm really into like gore, like mm. like Evil Dead. I like how over the top the gore is. I like I like um, Peter Jackson's early movies. How crazy those are! But it doesn't make it better. No, but. If you're getting into something like this, I like to have some, you know, crazy scenarios. Like the scenario in Dead Alive where he's going off with the lawnmower. This movie, well, even Shaun of the Dead has a load of gore, right? Yeah. Um, and this, while it kind of, it is often implied that there's a load of gore, but really it's just like there's some blood on the walls, you know? Exactly. It's not like you saw, but I, like... again, I don't think more gore... Would make it better. Oh, you know what it reminded me of a little bit as well? I was thinking of a movie while I was watching it. Um, that movie by John Gulliger, Feast, from the Project Greenlight thing. Which wasn't very good. That was also a small budget creature. Mm-hmm. Pretty gory. Um, but, but gore for the sake of it, which didn't make it good. And it had, like, witty dialogue the entire time, right? It was kind of... Smart-assy. Designed that way. I, I wasn't a fan. No? No. I kind of liked Feast. I don't know if I would. Was Jason Mewes in it? I don't remember. <laughs> I think he might have been. He might have been. Uh, and died pretty quickly. But um, Spoiler. I think that I might not like it if I revisited it. Like, I, I was into it because it was the Project Green. Exactly. Movie. I think that would have been part of the bias there. And then when you really think about it, it's like, it's not very good. Yeah. So, um, this movie, yeah, funny in parts... They're kind of kick-ass, the teenage girls, right? Um, they work their way up to it, yeah. There's, uh, my favorite line was the, what was it, what did she say about the butthole? Like, there's too much butthole. That, that joke was Yeah, funny. if I see any more of this butthole, I'm going to be pissed or something. Because there's a portion where she's having to give birth to the alien, and the friend has to look, and there you go. There's so much butthole. <laughs> there's more butthole than I expected, I think is what she said. Yeah, those, those, <laughs> see, that stuff's really funny. There's, there is often some funny stuff. There's some really... 
I mean, you say it like that, but when we've just said it, it doesn't sound very funny. It sounds really dumb. It is at the time. <laughs> we yes. thought that was so funny. You know, um, and then some of the performances I really liked, and I'll tell you which ones in a minute. Um, so, overall, we liked it as a horror movie. Yeah. I well, not as a horror movie. It's not scary. Right? True. There's no jump scares, even. I don't There's think a I couple. Was... There's a couple they try for. Where it didn't didn't pay off. I, it didn't happen for me. Did you Did you jump? Not really. No, me neither. I might I might have been like, oh god, like. I mean, there crap. are some moments where you're like, oh, we're going there. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. Where where you? This is kind of more of a oh, really? It's going going that far? <laughs> like this is uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> but um, it's pretty well. It's pretty well made, but it feels low budget. But it also- I like that of it, though. I like the fact... I mean, the CGI is crappy most of the time. The creatures just look totally fake like you would have made... It's like Gremlins. Yes, yes. And every other one made late 80s, early 90s with the mechanical heads moving with hardly any other articulation. But that also makes it relatively charming. And there are some scenes I really like. The Like when the cop in the beginning is in his car... Takes the call about the birth... The guy who is having his birthday. You know, I like that really simple... I could imagine someone just filming that with, like, their phone almost. It was just a basic, no frills, sitting in the car, the dirty windshield. So I like that and a lot of the other kind of down-to-earth shots. And then when they tried to big it up, that when it, that's when it got a little bit like, ah, don't try so hard. And they didn't try and, like, make all this movie dark the entire time. So you, oh, no. So, you, so they could hide everything. They actually went the other way with it. Like, most of the places were bright. So then sometimes you're like, oh, the when they creatures on screen and it's really bright you're like yeah that creature looks really bad exactly. but then you just had to go with it like and go okay it's a low budget thing and it's just bad yeah i liked the 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 little creature which is kind of like a face hugger i guess kind of thing no it goes on the back of your head but it so jumps on opposite. your head and then control i'm just saying like how it yeah controls like the person and then when the people are wandering around with it on them that's a kind of an eerie Creepy thing. That's probably the creepiest thing about the whole thing. I think they must have got that from that zombie wasp or whatever it is that can land on, hmm. like a little parasite that can land on a wasp maybe, and then actually control the wasp to go certain place. That's came out like last couple of years where that's like called the zombie right. parasite or something. And you've also got invasion of the body snatchers, which this, you know, might take something from. I mean, this might take from I thought that. Invasion of the Body Snatchers where you were in a pod and then when you woke up you were just all alien. Controlled. Yeah, but you were just a human, you're not, but controlled. But you're not human. But you're there was a, also a You're part, like a replica. It was of a part yourself. in this where it was trying to cocoon somebody and... Yeah, that looked really bad too. <laughs> like super bad. That looked bad. like, you know that slime we saw on Shark Tank yes. last night? <laughs> they were selling slime on Shark Tank last night for kids. That whole thing just, I was like, oh, that looks like they bought a bunch it of that did, slime. actually. It just really was kind of crappy, yeah. But, um, so I think this movie is actually good because of the cast who bring the bring it. Yeah, they're very fun. So we've got Mary Neppy as Sarah Seinberg. She's like the main character who gets pregnant and has the alien thing. What did you think of her? She was good. I mean, they're all good in the context of what this is, and they pulled it off, and I feel like that was, I was impressed. I was entertained by them all, all the time. Even the boy who had moments of, like, bad, but then other moments of, like, he did that perfectly (laughs) for what it is. (laughs) Um, Gabrielle Alisi plays Hayley Chamberlain. Yeah, she was good. I kept thinking I'd seen her before somewhere and something else, but then I looked her up and we have not. 
Um, so maybe somebody who looks like her. But she, I liked her the best, I think. She's, She's like good. a nerdy friend. They I get liked, to say a lot of just um, snotty things. And I liked her interaction things. with her brother. Yeah. That was really funny. You know, it was with one of those like, over-the-top moments. Yeah. Uh, J.J. Nolan plays Kate Steinberg. She's the mother. And at first I was like, the mother's not much older than the daughter. What's going on here? That was explained. But then there was a joke about that. It wasn't really a joke. The daughter was saying, you're only 15 years older than me. (laughs) What do you think of the mother? She was good. She was a little bit like a comedy actress being just funny. I think she is a comedy actress. Right. And it wasn't bad. It fit. But I would wonder about, uh, you know, in that context, it was right. And here's the best. I I love this. Austin Freiberger plays Skylar Cole. He's like the dude who impregnates her. (laughs) And he plays it perfectly, like the kind of... Dopey. Dopey, horny, kind of teenage boy. Clueless, yeah. He's kind of clueless. And when it shows you, like, his home video from Mexico, and he's just, like, kind of... Obviously, as an actor, he's hamming it up. But, like, I'm like, no, there are people like that. Exactly like that, right? Yeah. We've we've seen them on the YouTubes. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I thought he did a really good job of portraying Dopey. Maybe he wasn't acting at all. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he wasn't. No, I thought he, I liked him. I think after that first scene where she's just talking to him at the locker and he's like, what? Huh? Huh? Yeah. And then he did, I just, he just did a good job at that specific we, thing. Teenage boys are pretty dopey. I don't know. They aren't all. That's not a fair statement. Especially when they, when girls come to talk I mean, come, come on. You were a teenage boy. You weren't dopey. Yeah, but when girls come to talk to them, there's a scene in this. And then he's kind of like, hmm, hmm. Well, yeah, but again. that's a stereotype. But afterwards, it makes sense in this movie because he is kind of possessed. Yeah. And he's possessed to be horny and just impregnate people. Correct. So um, we've got, also got Nick Gomez as Officer Ruiz. He was good. There's like a like a romantic subplot in there with, the, with him, but... Tiny. You don't really... It almost felt unnecessary, like it was... But I liked it. Yeah. Um, but he was good. I liked him. So this is directed by Stephen Cedars and Nenji Kleiman. They're the, they're the directors. There's three of them, though, writing and directing. And did you know this was a TV series before it was a movie? No. It was six minutes long, and it was on television. That's six not a episodes of that's a not minute. That's a series. Each. That's what it was called. I don't care. That's not a TV show. And some, the actual people who were in the movie are mostly in that as well. So it was like, let's say, a short... Um, thing that played i think it was on sci-fi channel or something but it was like a week-to-week thing and you just saw a minute but it was a short film so that's what they did before this unfortunately they don't include that on the blu-ray you think they would wouldn't you if it's six minutes long yeah nothing so um what yeah what do you think of them do you think they could do more like go bigger i wouldn't want to see this same story again but then you know they set this up at the end. We don't. I wasn't going to say it. You're just such a spoiler. I'm not spoiling it. I'm saying you are. A, they're saying a, they're saying something at the end that tells you something. So there you go. There's a stinger at the end. Yeah. So that's everybody. As, knows as they it. call it, a stinger, and that sets. You know, they could have a sequel, right. but you wouldn't want so a sequel. So that's a spoiler. You, <laughs> you wouldn't want a sequel. You say not really. I, I think this is. I don't. I'd really want a sequel, but more a, is not always better. I want a big budget sequel. Nah, let them write a new story. And go from there. Let's see if they can write something new. Well, they did. This. No. And then make something else new. <laughs> Let's stop repeating things and make something new. 
Well, this is completely original. Right. This is an original now, and now let's make something else new and original. If you'd make more of this, it's no longer original, is it? Let's not make something new. Let's make a sequel to this. No. <laughs> I don't understand you people. Like this craving, like it's not enough. Like this whiny cry thing. <gasps> I like that one. I need more. I need more. No. Actually, I will make this statement. This okay. movie isn't good enough to have a sequel. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with that. Like, it, like, if I saw the sequel, I probably wouldn't watch it. If I saw there was one. Right? Because it's, you know, it's not like something I'm craving That's what more. I'm saying, but there you are going, oh, I'd like to see the sequel. But no, you wouldn't. No. So that's a lie. Not for this movie. You're but for, I, I def- a but lie. You, you, no, not for this movie. But you were saying, like, don't do sequels in general. And I'm saying, no, that's not, that's not right. Because I'd never watch another Star Wars movie. Right, you have really good ones now. I don't know why you need more. I, I know, I'll apply that to my I don't own agree self. with that. I don't need more of other things either. I like new things. Because remember the first time you saw Star Wars when you were a kid? It was new and amazing. Wouldn't you like to have that feeling throughout your life with things? I do, all the time. When right, I see all the time there's new stuff. And then they do more and more and more and more and more. Until you're like, oh my god, give me something well, I new. I, I'm not doing that impression. <laughs> the vocal fry type thing. <laughs> That's my impression of too much of the same thing. No, I'm seeing new things all the time as well as as well as well other things of franchises. So, like Marvel's example, you see loads of new yeah, things. Yeah, that was new. No, and then I mean, it's gone on for how many years? So let's have something else. But every one of them is a new thing. Really. Like it's a character you've never seen or a bunch of characters you've never seen or a new world that you've never seen. Mm. Let's, you know, let's, we are just going to disagree on this. And like, in case people watching this don't know, we're married. <laughs> we can disagree. It's okay. So I will say, do not make a sequel to Snatchers, even though you implied you might. <laughs> um, because it's fine as it is. It is. Make up something, another new good story. Uh, but I'm selective. And if you were Star Wars, I'd be telling you to make more of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, movie recommendations. I'm going with two off Snatchers. I'll go with uh, It Follows, because it's a sex horror movie. True, very true. And it's very good. I mean, it's not a comedy like this. It's pretty serious and moody. Very moody. But, but I mean, it has its humor underlying because of what it is. Yeah, but its thing is like a sexual thing. Yeah, you're which, not sure if it's funny. Right. <laughs> Most of the time, like, am I supposed to laugh at this weirdness? But then it's really kind of horrifying, so... And my other one is Scott Pilgrim versus the world, which is kind of got a goofiness like this. A bunch of heroes. They kind of become heroes and save the world, but they're nerdy. We could be heroes. You know, Scott Pilgrim and his girlfriend, they're they're all nerds, but they overcome the the cool people, etc. I don't even remember the plot so much, so... Well, I've seen it more than once. You have. What is your recommendation? Mine are... Now, listen to this. Okay. for <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, hold on. Yeah, do your recommendations and then I'll do what I'm doing. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I'm For 2020, I'm going back 100 years and 50 years to dig up movies that, yes, cinema and movies have been going on for over 100 years. So 1920 was 100 years ago. And the movie I picked randomly because I haven't seen it is The Love flower now listen to this plot if everybody thinks that in the last in the 21st and late 20th century we made up all the debauchery stuff and blah 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 no 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 the plot of this movie is a man a husband kills his wife's lovers multiple 
Obviously, it doesn't say in the description. And then he takes her to, like, it takes the daughter to an abandoned island or something. There's a detective on the hunt to find the killer. So he's chasing him down. A young detective finds them, but then falls in love with the daughter. And when I'm looking through the... So that's pretty scandalous, right? So then I'm looking through the little screenshots, and there's an underwater shot. It was 1920. I don't know how they did it. If it was like she was in a tank and they were up against the glass, or if it was actually under the water, but that sounds fascinating. It is called The Love Flower. And it's got some pretty dramatic posters, if you look it up. And then I went from 1970, which is 50 years ago, is called Myra Breckenridge, which I think I've heard of, but I had no idea what it was about. It was about a man who gets a gender reassignment surgery. And then the difficulties about, it's got Mae West in it, John Huston, Raquel Welsh, Rex Reed, Farrah Fawcett. I mean, there's a lot of big hitters in there. But as you like to do, which is hilarious. um, Thanks. Your one-star review. So I'm just going to give you this one for free. That, what was his name? Well, Gore Vidal wrote the book. He hated the movie. So there's one one one-star review for you. And then... What's that guy's name I told you about? The movie critic. Leonard Malton said, here's his one-star review. It's as bad a movie as has ever been made. Mm. So there you go. Not great, but Myra Breckenridge. All right. So IMDb reviews. Every week after our review, I look at IMDb and see what other people think of the movie we looked at. So these are the people who give a one-star review to Snatchers because I find the lower... The score, the funnier the review. Yeah. Uh, maybe the lower the score, the lower the intelligence. And there Not has sure. to be at least one person who says, worst movie ever made, and or wasted I have wasted my, my time. Minutes. Exactly. Okay. So number one says, this movie is horrible. Cheaply made, poorly directed, never make a movie again, please. <laughs> worst acted stupid moronic script that is neither humorous nor insightful bad soundtrack worst movie wish there was a way to get rid of those phony 10 point review clowns who are pushing this garbage on imdb yeah i think a 10 star review is probably you know this person says it's a stupid and he spells stupid with two o's okay movie very telling I wasn't able to watch it completely. It's not a comedy or even a horror. It's kind of children work when they think that a red color make you feel scared. <laughs> Don't watch. Don't watch. That's, that could just sum it up right there. Don't watch. This one says, This film starts with a girl, Sarah, attending the science class, and she cop- copulates with ex-boyfriend Scylacine. As turn out, the film is about Sarah giving birth to two aliens after she copulate with Skylar. This is a review. Who possess by Mayan spirit in Mexico. And she eventually will need to kill. That's it. Another boring film. Well, I mean, you just told everybody the whole thing. Well, Not you, them. Actually, so does the back cover of the movie. But. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> So that's it for one star reviews. There are only three. Hey, that is surprising <laughs> because it's so open to. You there know, are some ten out of people 10s. people going what? Yeah, but that can't be true. That cannot be right. This guy says ten out of ten. Great popcorn movie. Very funny. Great practical creature effects. Enjoyable mix of genres. 
I saw it at South by Southwest 2019 and I'm excited to see it again. Hmm. I mean, someone's going to genuinely love it, I guess. Not us. This person. Not love. I just, uh, here's how I would say it. It's very entertaining. I can overlook the flaws. The good stuff is bigger than the bad stuff. I'll give you this other 10 out of 10 one. This says. How many stars does that sound like, what I just said? Five? Yeah. Five out of ten? Six, maybe. Six, Five. okay. I, this guy says, I do not know about how this movie will be received by teenage audiences, but being 40 plus, I found it hilarious. Actually, it makes fun of young people at all times, so this might infuriate them, but I liked it. It's fast with no dead weight, and I laughed hard several times at the jokes, and this is the first movie that achieved this for a long, long time with me. Congrats, and keep up the good work. Nice. So, people love it, people don't like it. Correct. There's all manner of people. It is pure, it's not trying to be anything special. So I'll give them that too. Alright, so um, Ace Scully stuff this week. I played some more Fortnite. You can unlock some new stuff this week, including Deadpool without his mask on. He kind of looks gross under his mask. It's not Ryan Reynolds. He's got like white eyes. Like a zombie or something. Kinda. Like an old zombie man. Um, you can unlock that. You can unlock, There's a bunch of stuff going on in Fortnite at the moment. Secret things in the levels. I keep finding different things. I don't know what they're doing. They're leading up to something, but it's all there. Um, and next week, on Tuesday, I believe, Fallout 76, which is a game that came out a couple of years ago. It's uh, Bethesda's newest Fallout game. And it really sucked. It came out, and it was their first online um, Fallout game. And people love Fallout, but they never really wanted it to be online. They just want to play, you know, a single-player game and play it for hours and hours. And like me and... with The Sims. Yeah. So they made an online version of that, and people didn't take to it very well. And it wasn't particularly well made. It was pretty janky. It got patched over and over again. It got somewhere near playable, but it was never very good. And the problem with it was it was Fallout... What they did with this online version is there are no NPCs in the world, which are player, char- you know, characters that you meet in the world. There are none because they built it around, well, there'll be you and other players, so you'll meet each other and that'll be how you meet other people. So there are no other people. So there's nobody to go up to and get a quest. There's nobody to talk to. There's nobody to, like, th- you know, when I think of Fallout 76. There's no characters that stand out because there are none. And it made the world feel really crappy hmm. and empty, even though it is the end were of the world. Were they just trying to money grab, do you think? Well, they were trying to... They said that they were trying to make it so if you meet other people in the world, they're real people, and that's how you meet other people. But as you know, if you meet a real person in a game, generally <laughs> they haven't got a mic, so they're not talking to you. And they just either like mess around and try and steal your stuff, try and shoot you, or, you know, do funny emotes in front of you. Start dancing or something. It's not It's not exactly an interaction. Mm. It's not like when there's an actual character in, a, in the game that's voiced and talks to you and gives you some backstory and gives you a mission. Then you feel like you're interacting with something and you remember that cool character. Or You can't do that with people online because they're just random people. And none of that appeals to me. So, no. you know, I feel like they're just trying to, yeah... So this game kind of failed because of that, and it's nobody. It's been dwindling in numbers, and people aren't playing it. 
So they promise Bethesda, who make it, they make this and they make the Skyrim and all that stuff, they promise to go back to the drawing board and then patch this game free of charge and they'll try and make it like an, more like a proper Fallout game. So next week there's a patch, it's free, if you already own the game. And they're introducing a full single-player campaign. They're saying it's 60 hours long, it's all voice-acted, characters are in the world, you'll start again from the beginning. It'll be the same world, but it'll be a different experience. So I'm excited to see what that means, if they've half-assed it or not. We'll see, right? But it sounds like they listened to the people and they made something that the people would want. What do you? What is your... Um, what do you think? Do you think they'll do it, or do you think it'll just be crappy? Oh, I don't have any idea. I mean... I mean, these are the people that made Morrowind and Skyrim. Right, you know? and maybe they're getting bored with what they're doing, too, and just want to change it up. Probably, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I th- you don't know, do you? Well, what I think went wrong with this game is they, d- they saw that the craze was to do online games. They tried an online game, and it just they just not got enough experience in it. That's what I'm saying. They were money grabbing. They wanted to make more money. So they were trying to do the thing that gets people's attention instead of focus on the people who already love the game. The type of person who loves The Sims, for example, that really loves The Sims. Not just like go through all the scenarios, kill all the people, all that shit. The people who, like me, would spend $20, $30 a year for a new game or a new upgrade or whatever just to do the parts we like. Right. Build the stuff, build the stuff, build the stuff, make the world, make the world, make the world. But then they try to change it all the time and make it something to appeal to the other kind of gamers. And then the people who do love it say, like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, and I, I played Fallout 76 when it came out. I got it and I played it. And yesterday I said to my friend, are you going to try Fallout 76 again? Because we haven't played it for two years. Like, we never... Went back to it. I'm going to go in now and see at what level my character was. <laughs> and I went in and I was level four. So I must have played it for like two hours max before I quit, which is unlike me because I'll try games until, you know, there'll, there'll be a point where I'm like, yeah, okay, I think I've seen this game now and I don't really need to carry on. But uh, this game, I, I was out pretty quickly because I, I was realizing there's not really much going on here. It's a really barren, empty world. And uh, you're wandering around trying to survive, and then some asshole who's online <laughs> comes up, shoots you in the head, and you lose everything. It's great, you know? Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't sound fun, because there's always going to be a dick who's decided to just kill everybody. But uh, that's the problem with all of life. There's yes. always a dick, or always a jerk, it's asshole person. Always a dick who just person. wants to kill everybody. Not just kill everyone, just ruin everything. Have more than they should, do more than they should, fucking crush everyone around them, and then walk away going, <laughs> that was great, that was great, very satisfying. What can, what destruction can I rot next? So my tip is, don't make those kind of... Don't, don't be that guy, or that gal. Don't be that guy in a game. Be, oh, I'll tell you something. I play um, Red Dead Online the on the PC, and everybody in the online part have never been killed by anybody... And only been helped by people. It, it's awesome. Everybody seems to be have like a good attitude. They're always seems like unusual. You walk in, you go into a town, and you see a big posse of cowboys on their horses, and you think, "Oh crap, they're all going to kill me because it's just me." You go in <laughs> town, they get off the horses, they start doing, you know, like 
waving See, at you. Some people will say, oh, that sounds so boring. No, it's just so much more a better experience. That's then, how the un- online experience should be, where you communicate with people and then you go, okay, now let's go have a round of whatever. And now we go and try to kill each other. Exactly. Then, yeah. Yeah. And I found in Red Dead Redemption, that's all people do. They they give you things. Like, I was, I walk, rode into a town, there was a bunch of people stood there, and I could tell, oh, they're all real people. I walked, wandered up, and they started putting things on the ground for me. Like, you can have this, you can have this, we can see you've not got a good gun, here's a gun. I was like, wow, that's unheard of. <laughs> in most games, they'll just shoot you and nick all your stuff, so... If you want a good game where Yeah, but now you've invited all the people. No offense to anyone listening to this who's one of those jerky people. Be what you want to be. But now they're going to go over there. They're going to like, oh, they're all nice in there. Let me go. (laughs) I'm going to ruin it. Let me go screw it up. Yeah, so um, I've had nothing but good with that and nothing but bad with Fallout. But we'll see what happens on Tuesday when they patch it. It'll be free if you already own the game. And you probably forgot that you already own the game because you bought it like two years ago and you probably never played it. So um, that is... uh, Something to do when you're at home. Yeah, exactly. I'll say Scully stuff for this week. What's for dinner? Well, I'm going to go out. My second time out for the week. Yes. Is to get you. And you. I, I could do without it. Yeah, but I got food I can cook. I got macaroni and cheese and I got fake hamburger. I can make my own hamburger helper. But I will be going out for an impossible Whopper. Yum. <laughs> and what is your advice? It's not really advice. It's just, you know, like we talked about earlier, the world is in a very unique un we no one in humanity i believe has had this worldwide human experience right that i'm aware of now i don't know if this reaches every tribe and every country and every small town on every island i don't know but it feels like that right this coronavirus and then people locking down and governments making you stay home and all that kind of stuff now a lot of people of course have all kinds of theories and conspiracy theories. And they also have this thing about my liberties being attacked and I must go to church on Sunday because of my religious liberties because my religion says blah, blah, blah. Like they've figured it all out. Like they've figured out like, oh, no, no, this is just, if it's the religious person talking and some have said, it's not me making it up. It's part of my God's plan. The people who die, that's part of the plan. If we get sick, it's part of the plan. When it goes away, it'll all because of our prayers. Right? Because they figured all the shit out. They figured it all out. Which makes me very angry. Because you haven't figured out anything. Nobody has. Nobody's figured out fuck all in this world. We just don't. We do science. We can figure out that I'm picking up this cup and I, when I sit it down, it lands on the desk and someone called it gravity and well, we can kind of rely on that and then go from there. And if I get sick, not touching my face after I've touched a sick person... Probably will help me not get sick. We figured that kind of shit out. But you haven't figured out all of everything to answer all your fucking questions and make you feel better. So I'll swear in here. About your, Sorry, audience. <laughs> about what your perception of what's going on and how you want everyone else to go along with your solution to this problem. It doesn't exist. There isn't one solution or one belief or one political view or one scientific explanation or answer. You haven't figured it out. Do not close your mind to other possibilities or to look at the thing from someone else's point of view or to look at it from outside, like zoom out, you know, a million, a million miles and look at the earth and think about it like this hole of the hole. It's not, it's not that hard to do to think about it a different way. I just don't like that people think 
they've got the answer to how it's how this started and what it's for and who's benefiting and what the whole plot is or our god has this big grand plan and i don't know i just feel like it's very oppressive people trying to like i don't know like suffocate everyone else with their own version of it like you you haven't figured it out you're just trying to make yourself feel better which is fine but it's very selfish as well so that's it. You haven't figured it out. That's all I've got to say. Is that it? Are you <laughs> That's sure? it. <laughs> I could go on, but I'm sure it's getting boring by now. But yeah, you haven't figured it out. If something makes you feel better and you're not getting sick and not intentionally making other people sick and you have found a way to live your life through all of this that isn't damaging to you or to others, if that's possible, even mental health is a difficult thing right now, emotional health then just keep doing that. Don't let somebody convince you because you're afraid or because you're alone or because you're having a difficult time that it is all this or it's all that or whatever. It's not going to help. Okay. Somebody... Ah, That almost put me out of breath. Somebody asked me this week, are you reviewing The Rise of Skywalker? And we have it right here. Ready to watch? Right on. I think we're the only two people in the entire world, and me being the massive Star Wars fan, that have not seen the movie. (laughs) We didn't see it when it came out, and we have not seen it in the interim. Are you inviting someone to spoil it for you? No. Um, I've totally stayed clear of spoilers. You bought me the Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I haven't even opened it. (laughs) Because I have to see the movie first. It's very disciplined of you. Yeah. So, we haven't seen it yet. And we will be seeing it, but the reason we haven't seen it yet is I have ordered a new projector for our home theater, 4K projector. I'm very excited. But I ordered it from Amazon, and Amazon has priorities. Has priorities. They don't. Which is fair. A 4K home theater projector is probably not in their priorities. Not not probably. (laughs) (laughs) It is not. So they will ship it, but it's going to be at the end of April. So I'm keeping The Rise of Skywalker for my first movie to watch on it. Dang, listen to you. That's like super nerdy. Yeah. So that's when we will review it, when I've got the new projector. So, Are you saying there are people actually making the effort to ask you when you're going to review that movie? Somebody asked me on Twitter. Interesting. So, um, yeah. I love the human race. It's a fascinating little set of creatures. I think they were probably (laughs) like, well, I've listened to their podcast and... They he loves Star Wars. Why are they not talking about it? I mean, it's right there. I've got the Blu-ray right on my uh, pile. It's just I can't put it in there until I've got a new projector. Of course, we all understand. So, um, yeah, you need something cool to watch the first movie you watch. There are a lot of other cool movies too. Just putting that out there. Not that we've not seen. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. So I'd watch Bob's Burgers. The movie? <laughs> no. Just every episode. <laughs> there is a movie coming, you know. If anybody's got this shit figured out, it's Louise Belcher. <laughs> and Tina. Jean, not so much. Wonder if those th- If you're a Bob's Burgers fan, you know what I'm saying. I wonder if like animations like South Park and um Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons will do anything with COVID nineteen. I don't know. I mean you surely know? South Park will. You would think so. They can't you? resist. There's a lot of I mean, it's impactful. It's like us talking about it. So if someone's watching this a year from now and it's all blown over and some things will have changed or whatever, somebody's like, oh, God, I don't want to hear about that anymore. So maybe some people are like, nah, we're just going to leave it. And then other people are like, well, it's we mention every other 
topical thing, thing. that happens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. either way, I'm fine with it. All right. So you can catch us on ascully.com. You can subscribe to this face. Subscribe to this Facebook. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> this one Facebook? You can go to Twitter and Facebook and you'll find us. And Instagram said Toxie, I-D-T-A-L-K. And a scully com I am, I believe. If you like pictures of plants and cookies, my Instagram is the place you need to be. And if you like pictures of nothing, because I don't take any, go (laughs) on Instagram and look at mine. (laughs) You just like mine? Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) Um, You can also catch this podcast on all these places. Google Play Store, iTunes Music Store, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. There's an RSS feed, so you can subscribe anywhere. I use uh, Plex as a home media server, and you can even subscribe in Plex now. Nice. You can ask your smart speaker, listen to after the show, movie movie podcast podcast on TuneIn, and it will play you the latest episode. You can email feedback to me at ascoli at ascoli.com. Don't email Sid Talk. She doesn't want any of your palaver. (laughs) And finally... I have enough palaver of my own. You do? I do. I have lots of palaver. (laughs) Can't uh, you tell? Isn't that what most people would say? You're full of shit. Is palava? So yeah, I'm I'm full up. I'm good. And I was gonna say stay classy snatchers, but if you think the about movie. the title and you look at the content, you might not be thinking classy anymore. True, true. And I'm gonna say think for yourselves, please, because someone is probably already doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs>